Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Hollywood crime scene fans. What if your worst nightmare was real? And what if the only thing that could stop it was catching a serial killer? Mind's Eye is Parcast Network's first fiction podcast and tells the story of homicide detective Kate McClay's horrifying dreams and chilling reality as she tracks down a killer. Mind's Eye is brought to you from Parcast, the storytelling team behind hit shows like Serial Killers, Cults, and Unsolved Murders, True Crime Stories. We're proud to bring you the very first episode ad-free. If you like what you hear, go subscribe to Mind's Eye and listen to the first four episodes available now. That's M-I-N-D-apostrophe-S-E-Y-E or visit parcast.com slash Mind's Eye to start listening now. That's P-A-R-C-A-S-T dot com slash Mind's Eye to listen now. January 27th. More notes on case file number 349. East Colfax Motel murder. Now East Colfax Motel murders. New victim, middle-aged male, found mutilated and nude. Murders are clearly connected based on posing. Appears sexual in nature. My working theory, a jilted husband killing for revenge, now turned serial killer. Victims would be men who slept with his wife. Or possibly men that have a better sex life. Either way, he's jealous. Stabbing seem passionate, but cleanliness of motel room suggests premeditation. Have a call with Santa Fe PD today about a similar case they're working from last year. They say there's posing, but won't release details. <sighs> Removal of body parts points to psychosis. Or perhaps it's a message. Rossi keeps bringing up Jack the Ripper's kidney letter and told the girl who gets our mail to watch out for stray eyeballs. <laughs> He's a little green, but gotta give him props for the enthusiasm. Here's the thing. The crime scenes are identical. If it's a message, it's the same message, repeated, and we aren't receiving it. Detective Cole, Denver PD. Give me a second, I'll be right there. One last note. Media all over second victim's case. They nicknamed the killer the Blind Butcher. Parcast presents Mind's Eye. This is Detective Kate McClay with the Denver PD. I need an ambulance sent to my address right away. What is your location? You have it on your screen. I'm calling you from my home phone. Just send the ambulance. He's going to bleed out. Detective, can you tell me who's hurt? He's lost so much blood. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. (sighs) 
Okay, so how does this work? Oh, I thought as a detective you'd be pretty well versed in how an interview works. Well, yeah, when it involves crime, and I'm the one asking the questions. Oh, so you like to be the one in charge? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Is that why the dreams scare you so much? Because you can't control them? Wow. Okay, so I'm talking to Miles McClay, intrepid reporter, not Miles, my doting husband right now. <laughs> uh, can I be both? Mm, we'll see. I, guess. <laughs> I can still remember the way his eyes lit up when he told me about the idea. I'd been having nightmares for weeks, and my husband Miles was looking for a new story. He works for Public Radio Colorado. It was his idea to do a story about me and my dreams. The concept was to investigate the impact of dreams on people's waking lives. It was the first time I had seen him excited about anything since his last story aired. It was a dead-on arrival flop. <laughs> Miles' own words, not mine. And it had been a real blow to his confidence. I'm Kate McClay, homicide detective with the Denver PD. Given recent events, I want to tell my side of the story. In retrospect, I never should have agreed to do it. I couldn't even bring myself to tell Miles what the nightmares were about. I mean, how do you tell your husband you've been dreaming about? <laughs> we'll get to that later. Here's Miles reporting that first week. The nightmare started 37 days ago, and my wife, Kate, hasn't had a full night's sleep since. She's had eight nightmares in total during that time. Ever since, Kate has been terrified to go to sleep. When she does manage to drift off, she tosses and turns, and the slightest noise will wake her. When she's awake, Kate is tense and on edge. I'll catch her staring into space, her brow furrowed, her eyes worried. I can tell during these moments she's playing the dream over and over in her mind. This led me to delve into the world of dreams and how they inform our waking selves. So how would you describe the content of your dreams? Oh, don't reporter talk me. You're just rephrasing the same question. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, well, let's talk about when the dreams began. Did you make any lifestyle changes beforehand? You already know the answer to that. Okay, but our listeners won't. Oh, right, okay. Um, well, listeners, I'm not on any drugs, prescription or otherwise. I haven't started a new diet. I was healthy at my last physical. And I never eat after 10 p.m. Oh, and because I know people will wonder, I'm not pregnant. Not that it's anyone's business, but it was the first thing my mom said when I mentioned the nightmares. So we can rule out that the dreams are coming from any physical changes or chemical interactions. Did you ever have nightmares as a kid? No. This is recent. Really? Nothing? Not even after... Not that I remember. Well, do you still remember anything you dreamed as a kid? Mm. Oh, one time, I dreamed Jenny and I weren't twins. Instead, I was in fourth grade, and she was in second, and she was really short. I told her about it the next day, and she got so mad. Fuming. I think that's why I still remember it. Jenny immediately made us measure our heights to prove she was still taller. Wait, she's taller? <laughs> By a quarter inch. It was a big deal in the fourth grade. <laughs> Classic. 
do you ever have dreams similar to your current nightmares? Maybe they weren't frightening, but they were about the same sort of thing? Yes. How so? Um, can we take a break? I'm starved. There are 94 million Google search results for the query, What Does My Dream Mean? According to Psychology Today, a nightmare is a dream occurring during rapid eye movement, aka REM sleep, which results in feelings of strong terror, fear, distress, or extreme anxiety. This phenomenon tends to occur in the latter part of the night and oftentimes awakens the sleeper. So the question remains, why is Kate having these nightmares? Nightmares are most commonly found in children, and when the rare adult has them, they're either highly creative... I'll spare you the drier aspects of public radio reporting. Well, nightmares are part of the job description when you're a detective. This is just my first time experiencing them, that's it. So your nightmares are about crimes you've witnessed? Uh, Not exactly. Are they violent in nature? They're complicated. Are they connected to an old case that you worked, a particularly brutal one? I don't know. Kate, you do know. Fine. No. No, they're not. Look, Miles, I'm telling you, it's just part of the job. All detectives who work in homicide have them. So we're looking at a systemic trauma problem within the police force. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, then can you elaborate? Miles, come on. Can you can you be a little less reportery? Oh, um, sorry, detective. I'll go easier on you. <laughs> You're just being so serious about it all. It's nothing, really. Okay, well, Kate, if it's nothing, why can't you talk about it? I mean, they're just dreams. It's not life or death. No, but it's affecting your life. But it was life or death. What we didn't know then, but would know within a month, was that before Miles was finished with his story, someone would die because of it. Since I don't know the content of Kate's nightmares, I've been looking into different possibilities for her intense fear response to them. One possibility I came across, a phenomenon known as sleep paralysis. Paralysis is actually a normal part of sleep function. When someone wakes up while still paralyzed, they are caught between awake and asleep, conscious but unable to move, dreaming but unaware of it. It is terrifying for the individual experiencing it. As I researched sleep paralysis, I was reminded of a painting, Henry Fuseli's The Nightmare. A woman sleeps, but she looks near dead. Her limbs and torso hang limply off of the bed as a demon crouches on her chest, and the demon's horse looks on. Kate, what do you think of this painting? Um, (laughs) creepy? Why are we looking at this? Does any of it seem uh, familiar? Is is this how you feel during the nightmares? Like there's a demon on my chest? No, no. It's it's more that I feel um, trapped inside myself. But you don't experience paralysis. You're not waking up, unable to move. No, no. When I wake up, I'm awake. I'm I'm me again. 
sorry to disappoint you. No, no, it's not that. It's just I, I thought I found something that could help explain what was happening. Miles, let's just take a break, okay? Come sit with me. Relax. I'll take a break when you can sleep again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Where did you even find that? I could see Miles' concern was taking a toll on him. I decided to prove to Miles that my nightmares were nothing more than a side effect of my job as a cop. And maybe I was trying to prove that to myself, too. So, I decided to interview my partner, Eric Rossi. Eric and I have worked side by side for six years now, and he's seen all of the same crime scenes I've seen. And then some. Why does Miles have you doing this? You're an officer. Shouldn't you hate the media? Uh, that's why I married a journalist. Keep your enemies close. Right. It doesn't explain why you agreed to be the subject of his story. What's the deal? Can we start? Just because no one listened to Miles' Y2K story? No. You don't feel bad for him? I'm just trying to support him. Isn't that what marriage is about? Beats me. I just do what Sue tells me. Oh, now that's romance. <laughs> Shut it, McClay. All right, we've gotten way too far off topic here. I'm supposed to be asking the questions. You know my favorite part of the job is interrogations. Great. Let's interrogate. <sighs> do you have nightmares? Oh, um, Eric is nodding yes. And? Doesn't everyone? You don't think it's worse for cops? Maybe. I've never been a plumber. Can you tell me about your nightmares? Yeah. It's usually dead kids. Oh. I'm sorry. Um, can you describe them in detail? You want more detail on dead kids? I don't know what Miles wants to use. Faces. Okay. Like? Parts of faces. What's left after a pencil flies through someone's head in a car accident? Third-degree cheekburns from fire that destroyed their nursery. Pupils peeking through abused, swollen eyes. <sighs> they say childhood trauma sticks with you, but seeing traumatized children stuck worse than anything that ever happened to me. Eric. I send. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. 
All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. Up for it. True. Um, what's the worst thing you've seen? Remember that case? Oh, actually, it was before we were partners, so I guess a while back. It looked like a suicide at first. Out a window, girl hung herself with a measuring tape, uh, the metal kind, you know, yellow. Oh. She was dangling about 10 feet up from the ground. It was windy. One of her shoes had fallen off. Tape had cut her neck, and she kept bleeding as it dug deeper into her flesh. Yard was a mess from the blood. We talked to the boyfriend, and turns out he did it. He strangled her with 25 feet of plastic-coated metal while hanging her out the window. <sighs> Maybe she's supposed to follow her death. Would have been quicker. So the boyfriend? Life. They wanted a death penalty, but that's hard to get nowadays. And I swear, if every life is precious preacher had seen what I'd seen... Okay, Eric, Eric, let's not get political. So, you dream about that crime scene? No, that's just the worst thing I've seen. So, no nightmares about it? Doesn't hit the same as hurt kids. I think it's the dad instinct, you know? What if that happened to Charlie? Right, right. Eric didn't give much detail on his dreams, but he did tell me something interesting about his former partner's reoccurring dream. Blood on his hands, and not ever being able to wash it off because there was more on the walls and in the bathtub and on the seat of his car. Like the Hanson case? I don't want to talk about that. But did he say the dream was about the Hanson case? I mean, that was a bloody scene if there ever was one. Kate, don't. Okay, fine, but off the record. I was thinking the other day, 
There may be something related to the killer's mutilation pattern. There are reasons you aren't on that case. You shouldn't be thinking about it at all. Eric... Sue's making chicken pomodoro. I gotta go. (sighs) Okay. Thanks, Eric, for the interview. Tell Miles good luck. And uh, his Y2K story... Could have been worse, huh? (laughs) Yeah, could have been worse. Damn, I'm still recording. How do I delete that? (laughs) You know, you and Miles have never made sense to me. What does that mean? He's just a nerd. What's the grown-up word for that? An intellectual? Doesn't seem like something you'd be into. Well, I guess I'm just full of surprises. Eric wasn't wrong. Miles wasn't the kind of person I was expecting to fall for, but isn't that how it usually goes? I met Miles when I was a rookie cop and going through a rough time. My best friend Leslie set us up on a blind date. At the time, he was a reporter for the Denver Post. I was not excited. Like Eric said, intellectuals weren't my type. We went to dinner, and I ordered making sure to let the waitress know I'm allergic to mustard seed. We were having a good discussion of recent local crime when I started to put barbecue sauce on my fries. A weird quirk, I know. But Miles stopped me, saying that the barbecue sauce has mustard seed in it. I didn't believe him until he showed me the label. And there it was. Mustard seed. Miles had read the ingredient list of everything on the table while I was in the bathroom, He said that it's a habit of his, to try to learn about everything around him. When I asked why, he said, because I've always thought beauty was in the details. I couldn't get that line out of my head. It made me look at everything through new eyes. And for the first time in a long time, I felt hopeful that the world wasn't as dark and grim as I thought. And that's why I married Miles. For a lifetime of discovering the beauty in life. To put the ugliness I had experienced behind me for good. But I should have known it was only a matter of time before it all caught up with me again. And that I would only end up dragging Miles into that ugliness with me. Here's Miles again, when he decided to look at dreams in other cultures. I discovered that some cultures even created nightmare deterrents to try to avoid having bad dreams altogether. So I went ahead and bought Kate a couple, just in case. Uh, (laughs) uh, is this some kind of ALF collectible? (laughs) Uh, no, it's a Baku. A Baku? Is that Alf's cousin? Uh, Baku is a <laughs> Japanese demon that devours bad dreams. Oh, no wonder he's so ugly. Japanese kids keep Baku figures by their beds to ward off nightmares. Thank you. Thank you. Open the other one. Let me guess, it's a bottle of Ambien? <laughs> no, but it is to help your dreams. Oh, a dream catcher. Wow, this one's really beautiful. We should actually hang this up. Yeah? Maybe it will take my nightmares away. 
It wouldn't. But it was worth a shot. Some people believe dreams may actually be repressed memories coming back to haunt us. I won't lie. There's a part of me that believes Kate is dreaming about a traumatic repressed memory. To try to get Kate to open up, I called a modern-day dream interpreter, hoping she could examine the content of Kate's dreams. Clara Cooper has been interpreting dreams as a business for over seven years. Clara asked me to mention that in addition to dream interpretation, she's also a TV personality, available for morning talk shows. First off, thank you so much for taking the time, Clara. Of course. Before we get into it, any skeptics should know I'm not one of those third-eye psychics. My only gift is a knack for analysis. Now that that's out of the way, let's talk about dreams as a manifestation of your problems. Wait, what? Okay, great. Thank you, Clara. So I have a couple of questions for you, and then maybe you can analyze a dream or two for us after. Sure. The best way to understand my work is to see it in action. Are all dreams connected to part of your waking life? Yes and no. Dreams are created by the human brain. Your brain has been stimulated by your waking life for its complete existence. So in that sense, yes, every dream comes from our waking life. But if you have a particularly vivid or recurring dream, it's usually related to a real-life problem. But here's the kicker. The dream will include a solution. You just have to find it. Or employ my services, and I'll find it for you. I have a question, Clara. What kind of psychologist are you? Oh, I'm not a licensed psychologist, but I've appeared on several local news shows. Huh. Remember dreams are messages from the part of you you're pushing away. Something you're refusing to confront or embarrassed about. They often come from stress. Often with dream interpretation, you have to look at the whole life experience. And that's where a holistic interpreter like myself comes in. Okay, but by holistic... Do you mean you're doing some sort of treatment? Are pharmaceuticals involved? Well, it's a a service better explained by experience. I think calling it a service is a bit of a stretch. Hey, uh, Clara, I think it's time you interpret a dream for us. Most certainly. I can interpret several, and you can air the most interesting one, or even all of them. I'm more than happy to do a weekly segment. Miles, tell her about one of your dreams. Yes, dream interpretation can help even those who aren't aware that they're troubled. Bet you didn't know that. Okay, sure. I don't have any problems talking about my dreams. Okay, uh, I haven't remembered a dream in a while, but one time I dreamed I was fishing. The pond was very green. I was sitting on a dock holding a pole waiting for the fish to come. After a while, with no fish in sight, I turned around to leave the dock, but it turned into a staircase. I climbed it, thinking I could return to my car, but uh, the stairs were endless. And uh, that's all I remember. Hmm. Okay. And you're a radio journalist, uh, early 30s, married, uh, no children. Uh, Are your parents around? Uh, They live in Idaho. Okay. Do you have uh, siblings? Oldest of three. Little brother in New York and a sister in college. What does your brother do? Finance. Lovely. How many listeners does your program have? Uh, Well, it hasn't run yet, so we don't know for sure. Hmm. How is this related to my dream? Uh, Holistic analysis. But, But to go back to the dream, what were the stairs made of? Wood, I think. They were sort of green, like the lake. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so your dream signals an ambition, but also a worry you'll never meet your goal. That's the, the fish you couldn't catch. Your problems may be too much to handle. That's the endless stairs. It's about your insecurities in pursuing your goals. Uh, okay. Thank you. Hmm. Kate, how about you? Let me help you put an end to your nightmares. Um, I'd rather not discuss them. Oh, you don't think I can help. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've turned around several skeptics in my day. It's not skepticism. It's... I, I don't want to upset anyone. I see. Uh, I'm happy to do a private consultation, perhaps at a later date. I'll think about oh, it. Wait a second. And remember, you are what you dream. I'm Clara Cooper. You think I'll get upset? I reached out to Clara specifically so you could talk to her. What upsets me is the fact you're having horrible nightmares. I could care less about the content of your dreams. But you talking about it seems like the only thing we haven't tried to make them stop already. You said it didn't bother you. I haven't had a good night's sleep in weeks. You wake me up thrashing around the bed and screaming. You sweat like you're running a marathon and you moan like you're being tortured. It's terrifying. All I want to do is make the dream stop. Uh, pardon, you're saying Kate's symptoms are physical? Oh, isn't that par for the course of a nightmare? Sweating, screaming, all that? Well, in a scary movie, yes. Not in real life. You aren't having nightmares. You're experiencing something far worse. Night terrors. Night terrors. Those words still give me chills. It was the first time I realized that my nightmares were actually something far more serious and ominous. Something that wasn't just going to go away on its own, as I had foolishly hoped. I knew then that Miles was right. If the nightmares were going to stop, I had to open up about them. But I knew that even though Miles said the content of the dreams didn't matter to him, once he heard what I had been dreaming, that would change. I decided that I would wait to tell him until I could plan the right way to explain it. But as it turned out, my mind had plans of its own. Tell me what you just told me again, slowly. I, uh, I had a, a horrible nightmare. I was, I was, I was in a hotel room. I, I, I don't recall it clearly. I was, I was, I was in a bed, um, on top of a man. It was reverse, it was reverse cowgirl. And I can still, I can still feel his leg hair under my palms. Honey, you know I don't want to cheat on you. I don't want to cheat on you. It's not about that. It's okay, Kate. Just tell me the dream. Oh, it was sweaty. He was getting there, and, and so was I. I got there. I wanted more, so I turned around, and... And I remembered I had tied his wrists together and, and to the headboard. And his feet were tied up too. 
and and he was blindfolded. I moved off of him and and I sat on his face to tease him. Putting my full weight on him, I, I covered his mouth and his nose. And, and he started to suffocate and I continued pressing my pelvis down, grinding. You know, he, he shook a bit. And as he suffered, I, I enjoyed it. And once he passed out, I, I moved off of him. I removed the blindfold and I put it in my purse. But while my hands were in my purse, I grabbed a Swiss army knife. And the knife's weight felt good in my hand. Powerful. I flicked open my Swiss army knife, or the Swiss army knife. I, I don't own one. And, and I slowly, painstakingly, and I wanted to stop before, but now, now I truly, more than anything, needed to stop myself. But, but I was moving as if, as if I was controlled by another force. And he started to stir, to, to scream, and then, then it, it, it gets hazy, but, but I know I stabbed his Adam's apple. I killed him. Mind's Eye was produced by Max Cutler, is a production of Cutler Media, and is part of the ParCast Network. It was developed by Maggie Admire and Max Cutler. Sound designed by Ron Shapiro. This episode was written by Catherine Lewis and Maggie Admire, with production assistance by Carly Madden. Original story by Ron Cutler and Howard Cohn. It stars, in alphabetical order, Mike Capozzi, Sammy Nye, Carter Roy, Vanessa Richardson, and Brooklyn Sarver. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 